Welcome to the Wanting It More podcast. I am your host, Jana Denton-Howes, and it's an absolute delight to have you here. I'm a marriage and intimacy educator, as well as a creator of the Wanting It More program, which has helped thousands of women who are married to men want and enjoy it more in the bedroom. You know, having low desire was something that I personally struggled with for years in my marriage, so I absolutely get it all. You are not alone. Just a heads up, I use all the words in this podcast, so if you've got little ears around or you're in public setting, you may want to pop in some earbuds. I hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome back to the Wanting It More podcast. Today I have a short and quick one for you, but it's really important because when I was searching for help to want and enjoy sex in my marriage, I went to many professionals and read lots of books and did some Google searches. It was a while ago, so there wasn't as much available on the internet. But the main message that I got from all of these sources was the path to better sex, wanting sex more, enjoying sex more, was spicing it up, finding things that were going to excite me, get us out of the quote-unquote marriage boredom bed situation, and... Um, yeah, essentially move towards something that would provide a better physical sensation. So me being a star student and wanting to do the right thing, I followed that advice. I read erotica, um, which essentially told my brain that this is a sexually relevant scenario, which would cause a biological change in my body, which, yes, did cause some arousal and feelings of being in the mood. I tried different types of vibrators, which, again, certainly helped me feel physically more excited um, that makes a lot of sense. That type of intense vibration on a very sensitive part of your body can certainly lead to more physical pleasure. I tried wearing different types of clothes or experimenting with the clothes I had to create more excitement, maybe exposing different parts of my body in certain ways. I tried different types of positions and locations, experimenting with role play and different types of ways of talking to each other, tried more dominating and aggressive touch, everything that I could try to, I don't know, create excitement and arousal in my body, I did. And it worked to do that particular thing. But what ended up happening was it got took me completely outside of my body. It disconnected my, me with myself even further. And in some instances, well, yes, it was excitement. It really bordered on fear. It activated my nervous system, which... I mean, it's not necessarily a good thing. And ultimately, it didn't work. It was like having a whole bunch of processed sugar, the, 
the lasting effect wasn't there. And I often felt really empty and unsatisfying and not in alignment with who I am, which is a sensitive introvert. I'm very spiritually minded. I have a very strong intuition. I mean, all of those positive characteristics of myself I was overriding. And this isn't just me. I see this as a trend in this type of advice and where it can go. It can create some excitement and some feelings of, yes, this is sexually relevant in my body, but it's not giving women, and I believe men as well, what they're ultimately looking for. So it's empty calories. There's no protein and fat in those types of experiences. And when I really paused and allowed myself to reflect, it felt wrong. But there is something in our culture that says if it feels wrong, it's good related to sexual experiences. So ultimately, this was all about chasing purely physical sensations. And it's really unfortunate that this is such a common piece of advice that couples get when they're looking for help to improve their sexual experiences. And um, I don't advise people to do this, again, because it doesn't work in the long term. What people are ultimately looking for, I believe, is real lasting connection, feeling close to one another, true intimacy, which involves vulnerability and being seen and valued for who you are, an element of fun and playfulness and freedom to be yourselves and to be accepted for who you are. So far from looking outside of yourself to make sex better, I see the key to better sex as becoming more of who you are within the sexual experience. Using the sexual experience to understand yourself better, getting to know yourself deeply and truly around how you work, what you like, what you don't like, being honest with yourself I find a lot of women don't do this because what they know to be true doesn't line up with what they're seeing in media and sex scenes. And that is all performance. That is all mimicking. It's not even true physical sensations. It's mimicking physical sensations, not taking into account emotions, feelings, internal experiences, feelings of safety, consent, it's just not even there because it's for entertainment purposes. It's not for a lasting uh, connection and pleasure. And I know that this can be really hard to do because as women, we're taught that these things aren't intense enough, they're not sexual enough, that your body is broken if you don't want those types of things. Um, It's not true. (laughs) I have wonderful 
great sex that I look forward to and I am fully myself, which means it's slow, it's intentional, it incorporates talking and sometimes singing and humming and all sorts of things that are fully me. And I know that can feel really scary to try to share that with your partner. You don't know how it's going to be received. Um, that is the courage that intimacy requires. So if you do like things that are slower, less intense, with more intentionality, more talking, more relaxing, maybe even a less serious experience, those are all valid. If you don't like a lot of heavy, sweaty, um, you know, that kind of stuff, it's valid. All your sensations and, and um, delights are valid, even if you've never seen them play out before on the big screen. If you want to hear about what an experience like this could be like, you can check out episode 49 in which I walk you through a hypothetical experience that I may have. And I've gotten some really great feedback from that episode. So that's it for today. It's not about spicing it up. It's about your internal experience and communicating that with to your partner with uh, courage and vulnerability. I know I'm saying this in a really simple way. I know it's not easy. There's a lot of cultural messages that make this very, very difficult, but it is a good place to start. I'll see you in the next one. If you've enjoyed this episode, I have a favor to ask of you. It's really hard to get the word out about a podcast about sex. What would really, really help is if you would leave a rating and a review. And I know that you get asked this all the time in different podcasts, but please, I beg you, it would really, really help so that more women who need this message will hear it. All you have to do is go into your Apple podcast app. It's the purple icon. And if you go to the podcast page where it shows my face, and has a little button that says latest episodes. If you scroll down past the episodes and you get to a section called ratings and reviews, there's a little purple writing thing that says write a review. If you click on that, it will ask you to give it a five stars. Actually, you can put any stars, but five is what I would love. And put a title and then write your review. Thank you so much for supporting this little venture here and I really am so grateful. If you are curious about wanting it more and how this program could help you want and enjoy sex more with your husband and you feel like it may be a great next step for you, you can go to janetdentonhouse.com slash wanting it more to sign up for the waitlist, to learn more to see when we're running our next round. All right, that's it. I'll see you next one.